Next Vice SNX Review Show with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague, Brad Wheeler, talking all things AMA, especially after Hangtown 2023. We might have a, a guest join us, but uh, yeah, otherwise it'll just be myself and Brad. How's it going, Brad? All right? Yeah, yeah, all good. I did a bit of racing on the weekend, so that was nice. And uh, yeah, I've managed to find the time to sit down and watch the AMA Nationals. So uh, yeah, ready to chat about the motocross. <laughs> nice one. You had a good one, didn't you? Won some races, I see. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was a proper old school hard pack like <laughs> as you see on the on the VHS's proper blue groove two people moaning but uh, <laughs> that is all good it's all good fun yeah I managed to win a couple of races in the overall so uh, yeah good weekend nice one yeah we were at Monster Mountain so yeah, yeah had the uh, AMA Nationals feel to it it certainly did feel like parlour uh, in fact a lot of the uh, riders were saying that they were actually watering the uh, paddock believe it or not because mm. of the uh, the wind up there and the, the dust it was so dry so but yeah good fun good fun so okay so yeah this podcast is brought to you by AS3 Performance the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hard bearing protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts from silicon radiator hoses to oversized impeller kits AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk We're also helped out by Kawasaki Motors UK who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy to ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc engine, plush suspension and push button electric start making for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes ranging from Junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding the highly regarded klx 140r range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023 contact your local off-road dealership for more information we're also fueled by golf race fuels so thanks to them for constant support across sports cars single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline and of course massively supported by even strokes and uh, we need the man to my right here on the screen and uh, yeah the man yeah here joining me on the podcast yeah you know the score by now. Use the discount code, discount code BRADWHEELER10 and it will knock 10% off anything you buy from Even Strokes. And uh, anything you buy does go straight back into straight back into Even Strokes, back into MX Vice to uh, help us do these podcasts. So, um, yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, shop at evenstrokes.com. That's it, yeah, get your 10% off with Brad Wheeler 1-0. So, yeah, Brad, we are living on Planet Lawrence, and uh, this is where you join us for the uh, AMA and uh, with the occasional interlopers, but, uh, yeah, Hunter and Jet bossing it again over there in Hangtown. What did you make of it? Yeah, I mean, hard to really argue with Jet's performance. Um, didn't get the whole shots. Did I think Dylan got the whole shots in both motors, but just casually ran the outside in the second corner. <laughs> no bother. Even in the uh, the second race after they jumped, dumped a load of water down, he like wasn't panicked. Just sort of methodically picked his way around the first lap. A few little slips here and there, but um, yeah, I think uh, like. Coop and Dylan sort of stayed close to him on this first few laps when he was a bit, bit tentative. But um, yeah, I mean, as you, as the sort of track worked in, he got used to it. He just started clicking off the laps, got himself that little gap like he does, and then just kind of, just kind of managed it. I think, uh, yeah, it's it's impressive to watch. He doesn't, um, he's not just balls out for thirty minutes plus two trying to get as big a gap as he can. He sort of gets to that five, six, seven second lead, and then. 
yeah, really just manages the race. If I think at one point Plessinger sort of got the gap to sort of, well, like within three seconds and then just whipped it back up for another lap, got it back out to six seconds. And um, yeah, just yeah, like you said, it's uh, it's Jet Lawrence world. We're just we're just living in it. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, to use an Australian term, it's too easy, wasn't it? It was just simply, uh, like you say, just okay, Dylan's got a whole shot, I'll just tuck up the inside here, just ease around the outside in the second corner and then clear off both times, uh, which was, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, he's obviously been working on that 450, but, I mean, I think everyone's surprised with just how easily easy he makes it look. I mean, it's like watching Stefan Everett's cruise all over Strybos and Ramon in 2006. He's just disappearing, isn't he? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's... It is impressive to watch. Yeah, just the poise that he's got at such a young age. Just yeah, full confidence in his ability. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think he he knows obviously that with Sexton out, he doesn't need to push as much as he did at round one, um, which I think you've seen. There was a few more mistakes crept in at round one where he was having to push in that second moto but um yeah hang time round two you kind of see he had full belief that he was going to go one one i mean you, you kind of see the, the full extent of his speed in qualifying when he's yeah. two and a half seconds a lap quicker than the rest of the field sort of finds his limit and then works backwards <laughs> from there <laughs> um yeah it's, it's impressive to watch it's uh yeah i think we'll um look back in 10 a year or so time and sort of be grateful that we got to watch Jet Lawrence yeah yeah for sure I mean uh, as um, James Stewart put it on the commentary there it was like well you hardly ever see Cooper Webb punch the air for second place and uh, yeah he did so at the end of that second moto and it was clear that uh, he was happy with his day Um, but uh, yeah Dylan Frand is still getting back from injury isn't he I mean in such a depleted field I mean you've got to say depleted when Jose Boutron is fifth Fair play to him, you know, all that sort of stuff. I mean, there were a few guys in the British paddock who were saying to me, well, um, I mean, I saw Boutron got a fifth. I quite fancy going over there, but, <laughs> you know, that's Josh Gilbert yeah. saying that. But, um, yeah, I think. It's still good riding from Cooper, on it? And, and, and Dylan as well. Yeah, I think, obviously, yeah, like I said, Dylan's just, oh, he's coming back from injury, a concussion. It's like they can sort of drag out for quite a long time. We, we know Dylan's fast like we even seen it at the, at the motocross nations last year at redbud even with little bike time it was still really quick so i sort of expect dylan to kind of get up to like sort of be the one that's going to challenge jet as we sort of move forward but i think it's going to take a few rounds um and yeah coop uh yeah really impressive ride in the second one not ever really been like an outdoor guy since moving up to the 450 um, yeah. Obviously, only got the, that one win at Millville when it was the conditions were like sort of a bit bit hit and miss. It was a bit sloppy, but yeah. And obviously, he his decision to do the the nationals was a kind of a last minute thing, so kind of coming in underprepared probably. Um, but yeah, nice four two. I think he knows. Well, as as you've seen in the Supercross, that just because uh, Jet goes one 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 doesn't mean he's not going to go DNF DNF DNF. <laughs> to finish out the year well, yeah, if you're if you're getting four twos and two threes and whatever you're uh, mm. you're in the picture um yeah very much so i mean um it was a shame though that for Plessinger wanted that crash with a few minutes to go there in the second race which would have been second overall I think and uh, yeah just to yeah. have the clutch lever go on him which yeah. is a bit of a nightmare I th- yeah i think um you can kind of say uh Plessinger's sort of been the second best guy um 
well, after after Sexton went out, he's kind of in this like on pace, the second fastest. But um, yeah, just seems to either get stuck going for Andis or yeah, silly little sort of tip over, trying to probably just push to try and catch Jet. But yeah, sort of yeah, broke the broke the clutch lever and was struggling to pull away. Um, but yeah, I think they had such a big gap over sort of sixth place. It, it didn't really matter too much. He only lost the one position to. Uh, or two positions to Adam and Boutron, but um, yeah, bit of a bit of a kick in the teeth for um, AP. But um, I'm sure he'll be he'll be back at Thunder Valley, and probably prob- I think he'll probably get the second overall. Um, obviously, Jet most likely go one one again. <laughs> Making your predictions already, then? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's fairly straightforward. I mean, you can see there that uh, yeah, a lot of the guys have done pretty well, and and. Obviously, anybody sort of south of fifth place is is like looking to get their best career results as to where they are. I mean, uh, looking through it there, I did have the results up briefly, bear with me. Yeah, I mean, you've got the likes of Van Harlan up there and, yeah, Ty Masterpool moved from the 250s to the 450s to have a, <laughs> have a ride out and, and uh, get, obviously, a better result there. Derek yeah. Drake, Jerry Robin. Yeah, so, yeah, Masterpool, 7-7 seven, seven for sixth. I mean, <laughs> top of you, no, got top six in the 250 class. You'd have been, you'd have been punching the air going over the finish line. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a smart move from Masterpool. He's going to probably earn more money doing it that way. And, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, those guys from sort of sixth down to, I don't know, probably 14th, just chuck them up in the air and see where they land. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Boutron, yeah, fifth place in, in Moto2, Wildcat racing. He's uh, got, got his head in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, yeah, Freddie Norrin there, uh, dropping as a sixth in race one, a bit of a rough second race there. But, yeah, I mean, there's obviously people all through the paddock are just, yeah, it's just such a, must be just empty rigs, must it? I mean, just like a massive rig with one bike in it or one or two bikes. It's just crazy. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, like um, you said, with Boutron getting a fifth, uh, Lorenzo Lucrecio, 9-11, like, they, these are guys not even scoring points in the GPs yeah. like the last few years. This um, and they're, they're top ten or even top five in the nationals this year. Is um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great for them, but um, <laughs> yeah, it does sort of bode the question how sort of <laughs> how deep's the field when you've got well, guys like that. One thing to um, to note on that, and I know that it's it's injuries and and all that sort of stuff is obviously. Um, a nightmare and that's a little bit unplanned for of course but how much do you think as well is the world supercross championship now starting to impact into this part of the season because i mean it's only its second season but you know they've announced yeah. the lineup and you've got roxon savachi freezy brighton okay you weren't so sure but you know you've also got um josh hill um, or is it Justin Hill? I'm not sure which one I've got there. But yeah, you got you got Colt Nichols is riding that. Dean Wilson. Um, yeah, Justin Hill, sorry, is the one there. Kevin Morans, Kate Clayson, Grant Harlan is going to be doing... Um, in fact, Josh, Josh and Justin Hill are in there. I mean, that's a lot of riders. You're talking about half a dozen or maybe ten riders there. That might yeah, I think... Nationals. Obviously, think Kenny... That's it worse? Kenny was kind of like... Um, nine, which one he was going to do? Um, he's probably the obviously the only one this would have been good to see out there. 
a real uh, contender. <clears throat> yeah, like it's like Brayton's obviously just sort of picks and chooses. He's a super cross guy, I think. Yeah, Wilson said he's got no interest in the nationals anyway, and actually didn't have a ride anyway. Like didn't do no. the last few rounds of supercross. He didn't have a ride. Uh, Freezy's teams supercross only. Yeah. Um. So I don't think we've lost many many guys. Maybe the Hill brothers might might have done some outdoors, but don't really remember the last time seeing either of them <laughs> at a national. No, no, uh, no. So yeah, I don't think there's been too many. I think just obviously with the injuries as well, it does doesn't look the best. But I think we're Anderson is is due back at high point. So right. I think that's round four. Yeah. Um, I think Barford was due back soon, but I think he's had another another knock, which has set him back. Right. Um, so yeah, it would be would have been good to see um, get Barsha and and Anderson back out there, sort of sooner rather than later. But yeah, just obviously we don't really know what the deal is with Sexton. He posted that well, on his post that he just had a practice crash and was having a week off. Then the team posted that he had mono. So be be interesting to see when um if Sexton comes back for the outdoors or if they just sort of knock it on the head and he gets an early start on the KTM but <laughs> yeah Hard yeah true so high point is high point is the weekend after Thunder Valley so that's when we might see uh, uh, Jason yeah. Anderson at least which yeah. would be nice to get to, uh, get El Hombre back out there which would be awesome and um, I did like that uh, Barsha got his uh, proper Spider-Man kit even though he wasn't riding he then uh, decided to broadcast the uh, the Spider-Man kit that he had at home there and uh, Moseman didn't make much of it either with uh, his crash at the start but that's, uh, that's the 250s which we'll talk about <laughs> in a bit but um, yeah so I mean good on that then so are we thinking Sexton's not going to be here at all this weekend then? Um, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think I think Honda want him back sort of as soon as possible because obviously, as we said, um, anything can happen and like Jet could easily easily go out and he's only, um, well, a, a race down. Um, yeah. So it, it could easily pull it back if Jet did go out. So yeah, I think they probably do want to get him back as soon as possible. But yeah, I think they said that he's got mono. <laughs> I don't really know yeah. much about about it, but I think it's sort of like a fatigue, sort of based illness. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what yeah. happens happens with Sexton. So yeah, the, the 450 is currently obviously Jet there with 100 points. Uh, Dylan Fran is second out with 82. Cooper Webb third on 74, and Plessinger fourth on 69. Uh, Boutron seventh in the championship. <laughs> I'm sure he would have taken that. Just ahead of Sexton, who's on 44 points. Uh, so yeah, 56 back uh, from the leader there. So I think it's uh, 450 is is. Is spoken about. There's not an awful lot more we can add to that, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just uh, a pleasure to watch. And like you say, I think we will be uh, enjoying this in years to come as to the start of something. In terms of predictions, we've got to do it. I think we're both saying Jet first at uh, at Thunder Valley, yeah? Yeah, Jet first. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with AP second. I think this is the weekend he's gonna finally get it get it done, and then um, I think Frandis will be third. He's he's getting good starts, putting himself in good positions, and yeah, obviously slowly working his way back into fitness. So yeah, Jet Jet Plessinger Frandis top three. Right up. Um, I don't have your faith in Plessinger. I'm gonna go. Jet Randis Webb. 
So that's mm. why I'm going with that, 450. And uh, yeah, just uh, in case you didn't, well, obviously you didn't catch it because we didn't record it. But yeah, we have got a little uh, little competition going between myself and Brad through the season. At the moment, Brad is wiping the floor with me because he got all three absolutely perfect uh, in the 450 opening round and the top two perfect last week in the 250s as well. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get going. We've got a little, we're going to do a little boogie prize for the best guest. Uh, and so far, that is uh, Justin Starling. He had uh, a good uh, good opening round, better than um, Devin Simonson. And uh, by the way, thanks to Devin Simonson for joining us last week. Uh, and congratulations on getting into the points in uh, MX2 uh, in um, massively alien conditions in Latvia. So yeah, fair play to him for that. 250 then. So, a little bit more interesting, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a much more stacked field. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't blame a few riders for going going up to a 450 uh, uh, on the uh, from from the 250 class, which has got far more um, hot talent in there. Obviously, Hunter took the overall, but got to say, the big story's got to be Deegan's first win, hasn't it? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, Hunter sort of done did ex- like exactly what he needed to do. Um, didn't get the start in the first moto. Didn't try and push push the uh, push the envelope to try and catch the front two in like towards the end of the motors kind of settled for the third um, and then went out and just sort of smoked the second race um, yeah but Hayden yeah whole shot wire to wire didn't put a foot wrong looked like in control the whole time I think on average his lap time was like a few tenths quicker than Cooper unless he made like a tiny mistake or caught lap was a little bit wrong but yeah I think the first moto was yeah that was super impressive from Hayden Deegan um, and all the like the Deegan haters can't there's nothing you can say about that bad about that race is <laughs> it was it was picture perfect like whole shot yeah didn't make any mistakes didn't sort of got the gap like Jet's been doing in the in the 450s and yeah just kept it there for 30 minutes plus two he's obviously been putting the work in off the bike as well you don't you don't run 30 minutes plus two at that pace if you're um unfit and just sort of relying on your talent so yeah props to Deegan and um like his family and the star team they've obviously been putting the work in and uh yeah it showed. but yeah obviously the, the second race didn't quite replicate the start and yeah kind of only managed a fourth but it's still a rookie at the end of the day I think yeah and, and he, he fought hard for it as well didn't he I mean yeah he worked he was ahead of, uh, of Kitchen then moved past Hymas uh, and then ahead of RJ as well so you know RJ Hampshire's got to be a little bit disappointed with a 5-5 day but yeah even so Deegan did dig in and go around there I mean what impresses me about Hayden and it might have something to do with the fact that he's been a star for since he could probably have memories I think since he was at nappies he's been one to watch if you like and uh, yeah so that's probably he's just he just seems to be not getting nervous just doesn't seem to like you say make those rookie errors he's not worried he's not uh, flustered under pressure uh, I guess he's just used to the attention simple as yeah I mean yeah he's been obviously winning races at an amateur level for like yeah his whole since he's been started riding um, yeah he's pretty much been groomed for this since he was four years old um, <laughs> but yeah he, uh, yeah you could you could sort of see on his on his podium interview he um, he, he was obviously happy with the win but um, it's where he expects himself to be so I think we'll um, yeah with that win I think we'll, if he, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a few more as the season progresses uh, I don't think we're going to see him 
like charge through the pack from like ninth up to up to first, but a few sort of top three stars, I can definitely see him uh, grabbing a few more wins for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I fully agree with that. And then, um, yeah, obviously Hunter. Uh, a bit of a rough start in the first one, which uh, caused him to have to go through the pack a little bit and ended up getting third. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, the second one, um, quite clear and, uh, and obvious there. Um, Hunter's riding, I mean, do you think he's going to be close to his brother once he goes up to 450? Do you think that's, think he's on that level? Or is it? I mean, that's, that's, that's really I don't, think, Hunter, I don't think anyone's anyone's on that level at the moment, really. I think... Um, <laughs> the best he can hope for is to sort of just sit there behind him and hope for a mistake. I mean, you saw it last year uh, at High Point. They had a really good battle for the win. Well, they had a few good battles last year, but it just seemed Jet come out on top every single time. just seemed like when Jet wanted to turn it on, he had it there. And you could see Hunter was already sort of at the max. Yeah. Um, which, and on any other given Sunday would be <laughs> would be just fine but when you're racing against someone as amazing as Jet it's um doesn't quite cut the mustard but <laughs> yeah very much so very much so. um Cooper a much more consistent day with 2-2 I mean you know it, again must be frustrated to have been beaten by his younger teammate there in the first one but again considering his lack of gate jobs that's not bad riding is it no yeah I think um He's very start dependent, Justin Cooper. As you've seen it, Palaf, he doesn't get the star. He, he's not very good at making passes. Um, unlike Hunter, doesn't get the start and sort of forces his way through. Justin heavily relies on getting a good start and working from the front. Uh, but yeah, probably pretty disappointed he wasn't able to do anything about Deegan. Um, mm. I'd imagine in that first one, as <clears throat> kind of the, he's kind of the team leader so like as, as you probably look at it he's he's the one that they're expecting the championship to come from if it was yeah. if it was going to go to that team he's probably there he's their guy um so to get beat by the 17 year old rookie probably stings a little bit but <laughs> uh yeah like rebound well not rebounded but yeah another another second in the second moto much better scores than round one um, yeah, that's kind of what you need to be doing if you're <laughs> serious about winning this title. But yeah, like you said, RJ five five probably fuming. Um, that's disappointing, wasn't it? The yeah, because I picked him to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. After the first race at Pala, when he kind of looked so comfortable out front, um, even the second race when he was he was blistering fast, just um, obviously crashed like 12 times but yeah Hangtown just didn't didn't really look like he had it at any point um, no. didn't look like he was making passes didn't see anything that looked like he was really charging um, yeah just a 5-5 I, I suppose it's, it's not too bad but yeah you can't really be giving points away like that if you're serious about winning the championship I mean, an early an early title contender that people were bouncing about was Tom Vial, and yeah, a nice third place in race two. Uh, again, like you say, very start dependent because seventh in race one wasn't mm. up to spec really, but still, fourth yeah. overall, he's, the podium is going to come in it. The podium is going to happen, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Whether, I think I think the podium. 
<laughs> I think the podium could have come this weekend. Apparently, in the first race, is is grip on the left side on the left hand side was spinning around, which is kind of enough to slow anyone up slightly. Because I think at one point <laughs> it was sort of second or third, um, and did drop yeah. back uh, as Hunter um, come up through and uh, Shimoda. I think yeah he. <clears throat> was struggling with his grip and I think also in the, in the second race his trousers came unbuckled <laughs> so he had a bit of a day of it to be fair but <laughs> yeah fourth, fourth overall again for Vial I think yeah the podium is going to come I'm still expecting to see some race wins out of him um, yeah yeah probably just still figuring out this bike slightly but yeah it, it'll come 100% I believe that he's two-time world champion you think that doesn't happen by accident i mean um have you had a, had a grip come loose or uh, yeah yeah i have <laughs> yeah um and obviously they use the, the lock on grips which are which are great but obviously if <clears throat> the screw fails then you're literally just left with just a grip in your hand um so yeah it's not <laughs> it definitely makes for an uncomfortable race i think had he not I don't think he, I still don't think he would have got on the podium just because obviously mm. Hayden had the had the win, um, yeah. but it would I, it would have been a lot closer for sure. But I think uh, I don't think it will happen this weekend either. But I think High Point. I post one, box. yeah, okay. Mm. Of course, yeah, he's got the um, got the altitude to deal with as well, which is uh, another new thing for yeah. me. He had the heat at, uh, at Hangtown. It was a proper hot one, apparently. And uh, yeah, so from there, I mean, Joe Shimoda sixth, Green Farris seventh, Levi Kitchen eighth. I mean, mm. Farris, nothing really yeah. suspected of him, but the other two must have had heavy expectations for their championship and been a bit disappointed with sixth and eighth for Shimoda and Kitchen. As far as Farris goes, I think it's, I mean, last year he was had a few, like a few top 10 to the MX250 and now he's mm. apparently as good as the two-time <laughs> MX2 world champion um <laughs> it's, uh, past him past him in race yeah, one well exactly is, like, yeah. is he is he or is that star yamaha just is it that good can we just literally just pick anyone chuck them on there and they'll they're going to get some top 10s yeah um, i mean you know charlie cole shows some great speed in mx2 you know he can come yeah. across to the, in the british championship he can come across to do uh, do his star yeah. racing i'm sure he will happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah he, he he's been looking he's been looking pretty pretty solid pretty consistent doesn't no real flashes but no real mistakes yeah shimoda he obviously crashed got taken out by a lapper in the second yeah round. i mean there was there was not an awful lot he could have done there kicking the nuts he might have um, seen it coming he, he might have yeah i mean maybe don't follow yeah you know 101 yeah, Deegan obviously got down the inside of the lapper and just wiped him clean out, and Shimoda just ploughed into him and took quite a big hit. Off it was a nasty one. Yeah, yeah, like not the peak down. Yeah, T- Franche- De Francesco followed him off there as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but even yeah, fourths. When Hunter's getting thirds, if you want to win the championship, you need to be in the lead, mm. um, not behind him. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't seem like the same Shimoda that we saw at the end of the year last year when he was mm. on pace with those front two jet and hunter but yeah 
don't know, hard, hard one, Joe. But we yeah, saw it's intense, not getting it done. We saw a similar thing in the Michelin Nationals there at the last lap. Um, uh, Harry Kulis, um had two riders fall off in front of him on the inside rut. And even Conrad, who was chasing him at the time, trying to catch back up, Conrad Mew said that uh, he's surprised that Harry went in that rut. And uh, yeah, you kind of think that, don't you? With, like you say, you can never quite follow, never quite know what's going to happen. So yeah, for him no. to see that, that marker there and still be in range. I mean, yeah, you could say there was nothing he could do because he was on that trajectory, but... He could have guessed that might have happened, or you know, trying trying to avoid it. Maybe being a bit tough on Joe. I mean, you know, he's joined us on this show, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh, that. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, one of those things that seems to happen to him at the moment, doesn't it? It just it doesn't seem to be quite on the ball, sadly. No, just yeah, a lot of wrong places at the wrong time. But that, if you don't get at the start, that's the situation you put yourself in. <laughs> Simple as that. Sure, you get the whole shot. You don't. <laughs> you're not going to have someone clean out a lapper right in front of you. Um, True. So you, yeah, I think. Where do you think Levi's at? <laughs> I don't know. It's really, weird, I heard it? a lot. I heard a lot of people sort of saying they were expecting more from him. I'm not really sure why people are expecting so much out of him. Apart, like he had a one, one or two good races last year where he was at Southwick, um, but. Yeah, unless I've missed something where <laughs> he's gone public and said, yeah, I'm going to win the title. Without a doubt, <laughs> we're going to go 22-0. and But, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not not great if you're on star racing Yamaha. You want to be up in that top five. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I've not, they didn't really show much of him on, <laughs> no, on the broadcast, no, so it's hard to really say anything. But... Um, I mean, for for star racing times, it could be worse. He could be Jordan Smith, I guess. That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just horrendous. Yeah, number one beat teammate. So, or yeah, there's a. I think if if you're running away from a bear, you just not need to be the slowest one. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I think another one. He's pretty start dependent. I think if he get if he got a top three start, you could see him sort of hanging around there. But yeah, another one is not going to. He's not going to charge through the pack. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Jedek Swell had a, a, an interesting race. I mean, he, he was uh, looking much better than his, his results mm. at times. And, yeah, that uh, deviation off the track. Fair play to him for not plowing through it. Yeah. Uh, like a seven-year-old kid. I almost saw a screenshot yeah. that I shared it around. I was like, whoa, be careful when you're walking trackside, kids. Jeez, that was very scary. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, he managed to save, save that one back. Um, Di Francesco, then you had, yeah, the, the rookies there, Di Francesco, 10th overall. And Chase, Chance Hymas with a good, Sick salvage job for him showed some good pace. Yeah, yeah. Um, Swole, much better result for Jalik. Um, yeah, was sort of running up there, did have the off track excursion, but um, yeah, much better weekend than Pala. So, kind of something to build off of heading towards high point. Obviously, I got the overall, yeah, two or one at one moto last year or the year before. Uh, yeah. Di Francesco. Um, pretty sort of the fitness isn't is clearly not there at the moment. Uh, the speed is is pretty much there, but does seem to fade quite bad. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the motos, Voland that was awful. Uh, <laughs> after the way, I, rode it, after the way I want to see if you're going to pick him for the podium again this week. <laughs> no, I'm never going to pick him for anything ever again. Um. <laughs> That was awful. I don't know what happened after his ride at Parler, like the second, the first moto, like second, convincing second, mm. second moto, 
like charging through the pack, was going to get on the podium, hit a, hit a back marker and went down in the end, but still rode really strong, really well. Coming into Hangtown, home track, probably logged as many laps around there as I have around Marshfield. And it was just, it was just rubbish, just awful. Yeah. There was no, there was no race about him. Didn't look, didn't look like he was fighting for it at all. Yeah, eleven, twelve, like it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> no one right. for it. Very bizarre, really, because um, yeah, like you say, he was he was right up there the previous week, and then um, yeah, yeah, there's just nothing doing. So yeah, very very weird. Um, yeah, yeah, Hymas though, yeah, I think another one can, if he gets out of the start, um, can get those like top five sixes. Um, yeah, not sure what the 18th is about. I don't know if he went down early on, mm. um, but yeah, I think. I think good things are coming from from Chance. Yeah, looks he obviously trained with the Lawrence brothers, so yeah, expect to see him working um, towards the front. He's very focused as well and very intent because we did offer him um, an appearance on this show, and uh, he said he just wants to keep his head down and uh, concentrate on the riding, which is uh, yeah, fair bit of Chance. So yep, I can't uh, can't argue with that. Although uh, we wouldn't encourage that because we do like to have our guests on if we can. But uh, yeah, that, uh, that's where it goes. So. Yeah, and then uh, obviously we could then say to the it could be worse club, Michael Mosman, motor winner last year, and obviously again tangled up with that second race uh, pileup, which <laughs> really badly came Jeremy Martin. I mean, gruesome footage. Yeah. His arm getting run over. I mean, it just never rains, but it pours for the poor for the poor number six, does it really? <laughs> yeah, poor little lad. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> poor little lad is he? Yeah, head. yeah, but he ain't really tall, is he? Um, <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. Obviously, had a lot of injuries over the past few years. Yeah, I think yes. Well, it's probably going to be it, really. I think for Martin, um, I don't think he's got that raw speed in the in the outdoors that he did have. I think he, I think he said it somewhere that just he's just simply not going fast enough. Yeah. I don't think it like it's, the it bike will be good enough to. No, I think the bike good enough to at least get him in that top five. Um, but he's obviously he's been injured a lot. He's missed a lot of racing. He's sort of the elder statesman of the class now. Um, things progress. Like he won his championships nearly ten years ago. Um, a lot of things progress in that time. Uh, technique progresses. Bikes get faster. People get faster. Um, yeah, I think that's just where he's at. I think yeah. if if he does want to have another crack at it, I think his best bet would be to jump on a 450. But I don't know how long. <laughs> just about to say that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long he's out for. No. Um, the extent of his injury, and same with Moseman. I heard he's probably going to be out now, probably for the remainder of the season. And I think Pierce Brown is due back, so I think they're just going to end up keeping the Caden Braswell on as as Moseman's out. So. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, not the not the championship Mosman was after having like such promising rides last year. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, um, what, one uh, nice ongoing little um, side bet, if you like, or side side uh, story. There is uh, the battle for the nation selection. I mean, uh, at the moment, would you pick Cooper or Deegan? Uh, at the moment. <laughs> Probably just it right. If I had to pick right a second, I'd probably pick Cooper just based on uh, his experience. Um, but 
Cooper is apparently getting married that weekend, so he's out anyway. Ah, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of between uh, Deegan Hampshire. Um, well, yeah, whoever else you really want to pick. Hampshire. <laughs> oh <well>, yeah, <laughs> Hampshire has been pretty vocal, saying he, he wants to do it bad, like really wants to do it. Well, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the moment, yeah, Deegan. Deegan's got the leg up. And I'm pretty sure he'd be he'd be up for it. That'd make a pretty good vlog. Yeah, so <laughs> I could hear it sounding think, really good in French already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think the fans would would prefer to see Deegan. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's um yeah I think Deegan's looking like unless you're going to pick someone from the four fifties, but God knows who you're going to pick. Um, when the yeah, top, it. yeah, the top two in points are foreign. Yeah, I'd say take all three factory KTM's. I'm sure Max Verden will turn it around, and you know they'd have. I'm sure they have the best bikes as well. And uh, yeah, see where we go. But uh, the, the big thing for me will be seeing Jet against Hurlings. Although I hear that um, uh, Australia are possibly not sending the team this year. Yeah, that? I did hear that. Yeah, and I think that's probably. I don't know if it's Australia not sending the team, maybe, or if it's just Lawrence's are not going. Um, obviously, that's me at the four fifty. Okay. He probably wants to get a lot of Supercross testing under his belt on it. Um, I heard Hunter is also moving up to the 450 yeah. uh, for this, like after this year, so he's probably going to want to do it. Which is a shame, really, because yeah, it would be a good race between. You'd want them there, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, it would be a good race between Jet and Hurlins on on a track like that. Uh, if it was somewhere like Latvia or Lomo, um, then obviously you'd give the nod to to Jeff. But um, yeah, somewhere like Hurlins, um, where it's like tight technical, it would have been a yeah, it would have been a good race to watch. Uh, mm. Maybe things will change. Yeah, enough peer pressure from the fans. <laughs> they might come over. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, yeah, with Thunder Valley um, coming up then, uh, obviously a bit of um, altitude to deal with. Who's your betting on the 250s podiums? <clears throat> um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Cooper first. Okay. Just because that bike's so fast, he'll get out yeah. of the start. He'll find it easier to get out of the start. Um, then Lawrence... Um, and then I think that uh, I think Shimoda is going to get his act together okay cool and get on the box so Cooper Lawrence Shimoda nice one okay I'm going to go Lawrence Hampshire and Deegan Okay. Mm. I need to catch some points. Yeah. I got a good feeling about <laughs> danger. <laughs> yeah, I, I nearly picked it. The bike, this does the bike so strong <laughs> in altitude, or in general, especially altitude. So, yeah. Oh, with, with RJ. Pardon? With RJ. No, with Deegan on the yam. Him and Cooper on those yams. They're just. Uh, yeah, quick bikes. Faster than everything else. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, RJ, yeah. 
could be interesting. I don't know. They seem to go well there. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah. just so you know for the scoring there. So, if you pick the winner, the exact winner, you get three mm-hmm. points. If okay. you pick the exact second place or the exact third place, you get two points. If uh, one of your picks gets a podium, although not the one you chosen for, you still get a point. All right? But okay. if you get if you get the perfect podium, you get Brucey bonus, you get 10 points. Maxed out. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> and either you do. I just thought, ah, stuff it, we'll do it. And uh, yeah, we'll, be, we'll give out a, a little award to our best guest as well. So sadly, our guest didn't turn up tonight, so I won't name him because uh, I'd like to get him back at some point. And uh, uh, he is one of our World Supercross contenders, so hopefully we'll speak to him in the build-up to that. And uh, he can give us a bit of lowdown on um, on the American scene as well. So uh, we'll see how it goes from that side. But yeah, any uh, last things you want to add there, Brad, before we head off for the night? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think um, apparently they're expecting some rain this week cool. leading up to Thunder Valley, so I think uh, it could be bit spongy in uh in qualifying <laughs> which i think will uh leave it quite right for the races which will i think don't really know if that pays in anyone's favor or not just heard the weather is not great um so <laughs> if, it absolutely, if, uh, if it absolutely pisses down i suppose vialza would all would be a would be a good bet being from gps but um yeah just heard the weather. I just went for the Hampshire lunge in the wet through another yeah. through another yeah, aquaplane job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Okay, Brad. Well, yeah. yeah thanks for your thoughts tonight. And uh, yeah, again, yeah. as we say, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, this uh, show is brought to you by AS3 Performance. So yeah, look out for anything that they do. Uh, Kawasaki Motors UK with their lineup of the KLX 140R range, three different sizes for the youth riders uh, and also for golf race fuels uh, across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing and further afield. The golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. And also, yeah, please go to evenstrokes.com. Use the name of my colleague here. Uh, Brad Wheeler 10 put that in at the checkout save yourself 10% off and like I said at the start anything you buy from Even Strokes does go straight back into Even Strokes and MX Vice and helps us to do these podcasts so if you're enjoying us into them uh, please anything you need to buy for your bike or your person do it at evenstrokes.com yeah, absolutely. And uh, just wanted to give a little uh, shout out and um, say, yeah, get well soon to Sean Simpson. Had a bad crash and has only just come out of hospital. So, yeah, hope he's okay and uh, he's uh, back on the bike very soon. So, yeah, thanks to everybody for tuning in to the MX Vice SMX Review Show. Uh, we will catch you next week, myself and Brad, and hopefully a guest uh, if uh, we can get him to join us this week. Speak to you again. Take care. See ya. Bye.